The crew assembled at the church and started down a staircase they discovered under the altar, but just as they entered, a wind blew up from the hole, and on it came a whisper in their heads. Yes, come to me. We start? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm waiting on one of y'all to be like, nope. All right, so Krangus is in front. He's He went down first. And he's sort of power stepping down the steps because he's in a little bit of a hurry to get away from Yzma. And he hears this and immediately throws on the brakes. So much so that he actually slips on the next step and lands on his ass. What was that? Did it come to me? Did I don't? Did anyone else hear that? And I kind of look up back, back behind me to everyone else. This area, this doesn't feel natural. I think we should leave. Natural? It feels like a dark, shadowy hole into a church. <laughs> we get the hell out of here. I had this feeling earlier. I do not like it. Jan's gonna bend down to help Krangus up and kind of start <clears throat> backtracking. Ooh, I'll detect good and evil. You sense... You said a celestial being. Okay, so you can't sense like a person or something. You'd have to, it'd be like a holy being or a demonic or evil being. Okay, so yeah, you don't sense anything. Yeah, pal, let's, let's get out of here. Look, when you go into a decrepit church with a dead body and you go down a shattered staircase and some something says, come to me, you definitely don't come to him. To go the other direction. That sounds good, Fiver. We mu- I'm halfway up the stairs. <laughs> Hold on tight. Uh, low bridge. Watch for the top. Doc. Krangus. Blaze, let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, I'm right behind you. Let's get out of here. Up the stairs we go, fellas. Quickly now. As you approach the top of the staircase, Yzma will be standing there with his hands crossed waiting on you guys. It looks like you found an entrance to some place. Hmm, I wonder if that's where the Inquisitor went to. Listen, and he looks over at Krangis and says, Under the circumstances, I need you got your guys' help. Something's going on in the city, and you guys, along with me, are the only ones that seem to be unaffected. At least I can't find anyone else. We need to find out what's going on in this town. And as far as I know, uh, I don't know anything, actually. But I'll help you guys any way I can. So where do we go? Excuse me, pardon me, coming through. Uh, d- d- <laughs> definitely not down there. Okay, and he like goes to push the thing closed. <laughs> That's right, um, you may have more problems than you think, because what we just heard downstairs um, is an indication of potentially a a bigger problem than uh, what may be on the surface. Well, hmm. Maybe we should follow the citizens. They just seem to have went south somewhere. I stopped following after one of them attacked me while I tried to stop them. Is this an open hole? Like there was the table covering up an open hole? Yeah. Or it had a latch or a door or anything? Just imagine like a table. It's not like a regular table, like a you know, a pool table yeah. where it's just the top. Like it's a full like to the ground solid piece of wood. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna turn it over. Turn it over. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll help. Uh, just try and shut it. Mm-hmm. Easily gets on one side. 
once we, we get done pushing, I'd I like a couple minor adjustments so that it's straight. Straight. <laughs> uh, he goes, okay, very well then. All right, uh, I guess follow me. And he heads out the church. And I will follow Yzma. Fiber, what do you think we should do? I'll kind of stop Crane uh, just along with Psst. You really gonna follow this guy? Uh, I mean, I don't have to, but I was going to. I mean, do, do we not want to follow Isma? Is that uh, is that a bad idea? I look at Yawn. I guess. Do we really want to follow this guy? Those people are acting real weird. This is going on here. We need to get out of this place. Yeah. Well, we could at least try to observe the people and maybe try to figure out what's going on. I'll tell you what's going on. They're all a bunch of crazies. <clears throat> well, they weren't crazies until, well, I take that back. They might have always been pretty crazy, but at least they were coherent. Yeah, they ain't shot at you with net guns and tried to steal all your stuff. And they're crazy. Hmm. The sooner we can get out of here, the better. I, for one, am going to go at least see if there's something I can do to help. The last thing I remember, or since this started happening, it started with the prisoner. One of the uh, bandits you first brought us the night before the others seemed to have escaped. So I put the other two bandits you brought me in the same holding cell and then went to tell the Inquisitor. He seemed to not take the news very lightly, so he disappeared on me. I assumed to assess the situation uh, in the cell. And as I returned, he was not there. But the two bandits were, and they said they had not seen the Inquisitor. But I don't know where he could have headed. What is it that you're seeing, Yzma? What, how are these... How are these people behaving exactly? They're all going south, but are they... Is there a skip in their step? What's wrong with them? I don't know. They definitely seem determined, but I don't want to hurt them. Some of them are my friends. Uh, but I do worry there's something happening amongst them. Let's continue onward. It looks like Smithy's gone. I saw him. Let's head down further south. He's going to start uh, walking down through the uh, town, passing all the buildings as y'all go. Uh, if y'all wanted to stop somewhere or do something, but you know, now would be the time. You know, you're in town. If you wanted to check on something as y'all approach the south side, he's gonna start making his way towards the Sanctus Locus. Lot Lotus. Can we take a nap? Is, Bla um, is Blaze asking Isma? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I'm asking the group, like, if we can take a nap. I'll like do a little cat nap and perch up um, oh. outside the church. Does the kitty need a break? <laughs> Here, I found this in the back office. And he pulls out these two health potions. And he says, you can have one. And it's a, it's a, uh, if you look, if, uh, he hands you a health potion. Thank you. Let's do. Oh, uh, well, as you look at the potion, you can see it says, uh, Ivy's Potions and Plus, uh, home recipe. 
Ivy's secret stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's not home recipe. It's something else. It's called something. It's like, oh, oh. Yeah, I can't think of the word. I'm dropping home words. <laughs> something like that. So we are headed south following the uh, people that are seeming to be droned out and mm -hmm. headed towards the Santos Locus. An yeah. area that I have not been to, but some of you have, if you want to leave. Are we following these people, or have they already... Because that was kind of quite a while ago when they were all leaving. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, think about it. It's only been like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Like, maybe 30 minutes tops. Um, but yeah, that health potion, said, uh, it says uh, secret sauce on it or something. I don't know. And then it, it's, it's a... Um, uh, D6 plus four. So, I want to hold on to that thing or use it now if you need to. Well, I was asking, are there people we can actually observe at the moment? No, they're all gone. You you can't see yeah, any of yeah. them. Yeah, up at the church anyways. Yeah. So the town, oh, yeah, the it, town how does the town feel? Let the vibe check of this town. Yeah, yeah there's, uh, there are, um, it's, it's like dead quiet. But as y'all start walking through, uh, you might be able to see something or not. But uh, at a first glance, it looks like it's a ghost town. Okay. It's been long enough to where they've all can walk out of town by now. Like I said, 15, 20. It's not town. It's not that big. So the people have walked out of town by now. That we're under control. Oh, I almost forgot, fellas. Everyone gets, uh, I owe 10 gold pieces to you, Blaze, and Jan. So here you go for the payment of the bandits from the West. And, um, I don't, I'm not sure, but I think that's the, the blacksmith is in the center of town, right? Yeah. But maybe it'd be worth swinging by the blacksmith, see if he's there. Um, he may know who the third elder is and uh, freshen up on gear, maybe. Eastman's going to look at you and say, Have you not been listening to me? I said the blacksmith's already gone. He's the one that gave me this. And he shows you his face and it's got a gash. It's clotted up, but it does look pretty rough. The smith attacked you? I don't think he did it on purpose. He didn't seem to be himself. Him and I go way back. Good friend of mine. I tried to stop him, but... I don't know, he just... went berserk on me for a moment, and then continued to walk, as if nothing happened. But hey, you say something about elders? As as Ethan was telling his story, uh, Pal walks up and he puts his hand on his face, with no scar, and... Um, I'm going to give uh, one HP of healing. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, he's just like looking at it and, can't, you know, taking compassion on an injury of someone. Okay. He's going to, he looks at you and says, uh, oh, thank you. Uh, feels a little better. You see the scar just kind of close up a little bit more. Well, anyways, uh, Onward, and he heads past the smithies. 
So as we're walking, I'm like, so Yzma, uh, you wouldn't, you, you, are you familiar with the elders, I'm sure, right? Ah, uh, yes. Yes, uh, the Inquisitor is an elder. Uh, Ivy? Good girl. Good girl. She... I'm excuse, excuse me. Ex I'm, I'm, I'm interrupt on purpose. This is what Fiverr would yeah. do. Excuse me. Um, we just passed the smithy and, um, they're looking for gear. And uh, you said he attacked you. So don't you think no one would mind if we went to the smithy and borrowed some gear to handle the situation? Well, I guess under those circumstances, we could do that. Okay. If he attacks Head. you, we might need to put him in jail or, you know. Well, <laughs> like I said, he didn't seem like... He was in the right mind, but I don't know. Maybe I did something and he's holding a grudge. Oh no. Am I a bad person? <laughs> he starts to have existential crisis. Because <laughs> he doesn't no, know I don't think you're a, I don't think you're a bad person. I just think that everyone's acting weird in this town and your friends attacking you and there's dead bodies in the church and demons calling out from the shady underground. What? I think we should get oh. these guys some gear. That sounds pretty scary. Okay, follow me, guys. And he heads to the smithies, and he says, um, he, uh, he usually makes to uh, sell, makes to sell. So everything he's already made mostly is already for customers. So let's see what else he has around here. And uh, you can see um, there's a forge going. It's still hot. Like, it's going. Full. Like, he was in the middle of something. You can see uh, um, he was working on something on a table where the anvil is. Bunch of coal everywhere, a couple boxes of coal. Um, some of them are mostly empty. He's running low, like he had a shipment coming and hadn't gotten here yet. No one decided to, you know, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, a bunch of raw materials. He's got iron, he's got um, a couple, actually, a couple of different metals that he can forge together. But other than that, I mean, if y'all want to look for something specific, just let me know. Uh, I want to say, the fiber doesn't need anything specific, but he will look through the materials, the metals, that kind of stuff. Uh, but as far as an actual, actual specific items, fiber doesn't really um, need any armor or swords or anything like that. So he's not going to be interested okay. in those specific. He's like he will, um, he will uh, sort of critique the blacksmith's work as he's looking at it. You know. If there's good stuff, he'll be like, that's pretty nice. But if the other stuff, he'll be like, ah, it's crap. And kind of chunk it on the table and look through and, like, find, like, chunks of metal or, like, you know, maybe rings from the re uh, the chain mail that he hasn't put together yet. Like, rings, oh, that's, uh, use that for this. And, you know, that kind of stuff. Maybe some coal. Okay. A little coal in my pocket. <laughs> Might make some gunpowder later. I was going to have Pal walk, uh, he's browsing, I guess everybody's kind of browsing a bit, and he will browse a little as he makes his way over to Jan. He says, Jan, do you still have that book I handed you? Uh, I do. I've for completely forgotten I'd had it. I'm going <clears> to <throat> pull it out of my satchel and hand That's it okay, over. That's okay, and I just take it from him. <laughs> and, I, and I read the cover, and the cover says, Myths and Legends. It's a legends. Then I open it and speed read it. <laughs> yeah, can he can he speed read like that? 
we've kind of established yeah. it. Basically, like, <clears throat> you know, it's each page I look at, I read the whole page simultaneously at once. It's like boom, 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 boom. Almost so like you're scanning a document. Yeah, and so I'm just looking for things that pertain to right now. A uh, little, little cheat code, as it were, to find the information that's needed. Uh, anything about Sanctus Locus. Here's what I, I'll tell you what I'm looking for. I'm looking for Sanctus Locus stuff, Elder stuff, uh, Demon Voices stuff. God of Lathander stuff. Uh, okay. Why well, is I'll be specific about investigating too. I'll be looking for um, any. Uh, so I, I would be very familiar with smithing and crafting and stuff. So I would look for anything that's also out of place of maybe what may be ailing him that doesn't look like it's. Um, uh, I mean, out of place for a smithy, right? Like something weird. Okay. I like that. Okay, so we're going to do Josh first real quick. So it's a book of myths and legends. It has a bunch of stories, folklore, and all that kind of stuff. Thankfully, it has an index, but not needed since you're reading the whole book front to back in like 10 seconds. So <laughs> the only thing that pertains to you, though, is the section about the Abolith and the story of the Abolith. And it explains a story of um, the village under siege and of uh, corruption and all this stuff and then a sickness spreading through the town and about a hero who comes to town to take out this abolith and it's kind of more theatrical less informative but you get the gist at the end that he was able to defeat the abolith by uh, manipulation of water to aid him in combat and to aid him in uh, the weakness of the Abolith, something about, um, I should have thought of something clever for like, like, a, like a poem or something. That would have been really cool. Just like an insert. But anyways, uh, I'm going to write you one. You can, you can put it in later. That would be okay. really cool, I think. But anyways, uh, essentially you get the gist that the Abolith needs water. So he, you can take he, away the water. You can, yeah, take away, taking away water and can cause him to suffer okay. and stuff. Okay, so what you see, Pally's over there, and it's, I don't know if you're paying attention. So he's just like, you know, turning pages, turning pages, turning pages, and all of a sudden, boom, he stops on a page. And he, and it's like <clears throat> slow. It's a little slower now, and he's going, and then he's going, and then he kind of stops and he looks at the ground and he lights. It's kind of is it. I don't know what time of day it is, so I don't know how, how bright it's going to be, but I'm basically going to start to project a, a, what he's saying, a theatrical version of a fairy tale. You know, like the reels going by, like getting faster and showing a man like walking into a town and seeing a creature lording over it and like sucking up water coming from up into him, his body and him growing larger and larger and then showing the, the hero coming into town and like slashing the water and all of a sudden the, the, the creature, the abolith that he just discovers was called starts to wither, wither away and then out to nothing. And that's like what you, you see from him reading the book. Would we recognize that uh, abolith as the creature we'd all been seeing in our visions and whatnot? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would have projected yeah. it anyway. <clears throat> so, um... I, so I'm kind of looking for a helm, just uh, and but I do notice um, Pal, and um, 
Ooh, what if you're like looking at a helmet and like you're looking away from me and you start to see like this reflection in the helmet and you, you wonder like what and you look and you see that's when you like see me projecting oh yeah yeah that's um so i'm looking at a uh i'm looking at a helm i kind of catch the uh reflection of pal's quote-unquote video in it and it startles me and i drop it i look back at why well, i don't need to actually look back <laughs> that's, uh, that's good i look back and um come up on pal and say this is what i've been seeing off and on in my almost in my mind's eye this creature What did you learn about it? Uh, I... Did I miss that? Did you actually already say that? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, I just displayed it. So you saw what I displayed and said, It appears that this creature requires water to survive. And if we cut, oh. its, if we cut off its access to water, it will exist no more. This will extreme it will extremely weaken it. This seems like the creature that could be affecting this town with the shortage of water. It's Do you craving. recognize this creature? I have seen it um in almost I've seen it in visions. Pal. Ah. Like the one we had with Lathander. A vision? Yes. I saw it in the church of Lathander. It was in the church. Uh, it was the dream, yeah. I saw it in the dream. I know for sure. Uh, the uh, dream from a few episodes back. Um, yes, pal. I saw it in my dreams. Has maybe someone seen it in real life? Blaze, perhaps. In, um, okay, one sec. Um, I just thought you saw it when you left his body. I saw the shadowy kind of figure of it. Mm -hmm. But not like, because he said it was like all shadowy, so it didn't really like, like that. So I guess I got ghostly form of it, you know? Like an impression almost? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like you said, the book described... Uh, but it does look familiar. Manipulation of water. Not like a, a weapon <laughs> or anything. You didn't talk. No. It was just... Uh, the book essentially was explaining how he... He got rid of the water and defeated the beast. Fiverr wasn't one of our jobs to deal with the water situation. That is correct. I, I think I may have found something here. Look, and I just hold the book where he can see it to that page. You can get the gist of everything Zach's told us. Told us. Well, as Fiverr was 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to navigate this one. Um, I was just going to say he would, Powell would insinuate that we, we, um, um, I don't know that I want to go down into the depths and attack some living monster, but it does seem that it could be responsible for the water issues. And do you, we do have the, customers. Does the book say anything about it? Um, about mind control or turning people into zombies? It did talk about a sickness that plagued the city. And... Uh, yeah, the story was a little on the nose, so I guess I would yeah. kind of explain that too. Like, uh, Fiverr, if, yeah, you like read here, what... Fiverr, if you Go read ahead. here on this part of the text, it would be really similar to what is going on here. Hmm. It, I don't know if this yeah, is like some kind of I... future reading, but it seems a little too close for comfort. I'd like to know what I found before I respond. As he was uh, doing that, you you stumbled upon um, what the blacksmith was working on. It was a sword that it was not quite finished um, tempering, and um, on the table next to it is a note, uh, and it says. Uh, uh, It's not really a note, it's like a, a label. And it's gonna be like, a, it's just like him jotting stuff down. He was, and he wanted to create, uh, make a sword for my old friend's son. Um, oh, Axe. Yeah. For Axe's son. So, uh, I forgot, what would we agree his name was, son? Dirk, Dirk right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he said sword for Dirk, like a label. Um, and um, I, oh, go ahead, sorry. But the sword you can tell is made with lots of attention. Uh, it ha it looks really nice, but it's not quite tempered fully. He shaped it, and he, uh, you know, made a hilt for it and everything, but he didn't finish uh, the final touches. Would I? Um... Would it do me any good to roll to see what I can tell about it more than that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so uh, roll, um, roll for intelligence, I guess. I don't know. What would you consider that to be in? Uh, um, let me see what I got. It's, it's, it's kind of who you are. Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, see what I've, what I've got available. Um. I mean, the closest thing I guess that you can roll, yeah, in investigation. Yeah, let's That'd do that. About the closest thing I can see. Yeah, um, roll for investigation. Maybe something to do with um, smithing, but there's not really a thing for that. I rolled a tw 20 altogether. Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. You know, after seeing this, that with, uh, you know how to finish this thing. And in doing so, you will have created a, a pretty powerful, uh, sharp sword. Oh, and and you have access to a forge where you don't have a forge in the airship. Is that right? Mm-hmm. 
can I look around for uh, a helmet? I know yeah. I was holding one, but... Yeah, you dropped it and rolled away, so you had to find it. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna look for the helmet. Do I need to roll for anything? Uh, yeah, roll for, uh, perception, I guess. You know, find it. See if you mm. saw where it landed. <laughs> this thing just bounced out the door. I rolled a six. Okay. Yeah, well... Uh, yeah, hit the ground and rolled away as you were uh, shocked from seeing the Avalith. Uh, this time you thinking for real because the image was so clear. And as you turned back around, the helmet was not there anymore. And I had a whole thing I was going to do too. I was going to roll, uh, put like an IOU in its place. IOU helmet money from Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, perhaps, uh, so tempering, uh, tempering the sword, it. tempering the sword is not a, a super time-consuming thing. If it's, no, uh, just heat it up and uh, heat, and, <laughs> heat and quench. So yeah. Does it, and you see a strap of leather over like, the note. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like after I see this, that's when um, Pal tells me, you know, I'll follow up with Pal. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Seems like we need a... Seems like we might need to go down them stairs. Ah, looks like the blacksmith was working on something for Axe's son. Axe, your friend. I kind of show him the sword. Yeah, our best friend Axe. And I'll kind of hold the sword up. Oh, Axe was a good man. Look at this. This is a wonderful sword. Not quite finished. It had, did you say it has a name on it? Dirk's name on it? Yeah. Uh, you've acquired the Dirk. Nice. And as Pal's looking at it, he's, he's just, you know, he's going to run his finger over the name and just kind of reflect on that a little. Ooh. No, no. I was going to say, like, like a, like a vision or something, but no, that won't. He's not uh, telepathic or anything like that. It's memory based. And... So, what say you gentlemen? You find what you need? Well, there's a helmet around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. <laughs> I was looking at a helmet, but seemed to have misplaced it. Um. That is a quite a fine sword there. Can I see if I saw a helmet while browsing around? Yeah, sure. Roll, roll for investigation. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> I didn't see a helmet. <laughs> I'll take a oh, I'll yeah. take a quick look as well. All right. See who's paying attention. All right. Fifteen. All right. You see a pretty large size uh helmet uh and as you pick it up you can read on the back and you come to the conclusion that the uh smithy was a pretty simple man and it was called the helm of isma and isma's gonna see it and say hey hey he finished it wow that looks nice Uh, Jan, I found this helmet that says it's got Eastman's name on it. Is this the one you're looking for? <laughs> I don't think so, but thanks for looking anyway. 
well, here you go, Yzma, and well, I just uh, <laughs> sort of um, carelessly throw it at Yzma. <laughs> yeah, it, it hits him in the face and falls to the ground again, and he says, oh, oh, no, hold on. And he picks it up, and he dusts it off and says, this is just a showpiece. As you can see, I don't like armor. If you look at him, he's a totally ripped out, like six and a half foot tall man, mm. almost. Uh, and you know, like he wears nothing but like a loincloth yeah. and like some pants. You know, he's got no, you know, upper body. You can see a little sash around his side with a sword. Oh, and, he's got uh, no. He's got a vest with like ripped off sleeves. Like, okay. I thought I had yeah, described him as that. He's a very minimalist. He he focuses on his strengths and not his defenses. And he uh, he said, I asked him to build this for me as a showpiece. I think it looks quite nice in my house. I have a place for it, but you may use it for now if it ah. proves helpful. Thank you, Isma. I didn't want to impose. Oh. By no means, just I want it back afterwards. Okay. Okay. And then it's the Helm of Yzma. It's plus one to defense. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to do something funny with it, but I don't want to make it complicated. So, yeah. The Helm of Yzma. Plus one. So your AC, I guess? Yeah, AC. Sorry. Yeah, your AC. Not, not defense. Yeah, AC. I think I, I would love to go to Ivy's, but Pal has no reason to go there. Mm-hmm. I, so, yeah, but I, you would uh, know that. Oh, good. Well, I gave her flowers to make potions for me, and I never went back for them. Uh, yeah. So that would be a reason for me to to do that. Well, then you, then speak up, man. You gotta, you, yeah, come well, on, y'all I gotta just, know this. <laughs> I just thought about it. Um. <laughs> is is Blaze in no talking mode? Is he one? Is he one of the no talking personalities? No. He's in a mute personality. Is, no, Blaze is taking a nap right now. He's oh. getting ready for battle. Taking a nap. Where? At the Smithies? Um, yeah, just we at left. the Smithies. He's just curled Bes- up. Yeah, yeah beside the forge where it's been Because yeah. it's yeah. wintertime. Okay. He just takes little cat naps. So are we going to be here an hour if he's napping to take a short rest? Or he just... How's that going? I mean, yeah, I mean, are you, are you, did you not want to try to finish the sword or anything? Uh, no, he's not gonna finish sword. That's that's not appropriate. You don't finish another man's sword. <laughs> I'm I'm taking it. I'm putting the sword. I'm putting the sword in my pocket. I'm also gonna take the blast the blacksmith's um, one of his. I'm assuming there's one on the anvil. I'm gonna take that hammer. No, the hammer. Yeah. Okay. You never finish another man's sword, but you can take his hammer. <laughs> I'm taking the sword too. I'm not telling oh, anybody. Not I'm, not, I'm not. It. No, I'm not telling anybody why. I'm just. I mean, tell you guys why. Like, I mean, in a weird way, he thinks if the blacksmith is will is making this sword for Axe's son, then the blacksmith must not be a bad guy, and he spent a lot of time and effort. It's a nice sword, so he must be a quality guy that cares about his stuff. And so now Fiverr is kind of thinking maybe, maybe this guy is worth helping you know so i'm going to take the sword so that nothing happens to it i can make sure it gets to axe axe's son i'm going to take the hammer because it's it's the blacksmith's hammer and if it's uh if he's not himself maybe that can maybe that can help 
So those are my reasons behind it. But I'm not telling anybody that. I'm just putting the shit in my pocket. Yeah, it looks like you're thieving to everybody else. Yeah. Right. All good intentions. Along with his, like, oh, this is a nice hunk of titanium. (laughs) And I put that in my pocket, too. Because, I mean, the guy may may also die or we may you know he may be dead when we find him or whatever so this stuff you know may get looted by bandits there's a lot of reasons like fiber is very intelligent and he's thinking these things through he just doesn't communicate them hmm. and uh, well i was well, asking about the hour the hour thing is if, if we're actually going to take an hour and he's sleeping and it seems like we're going to take some time i'm, I'm actually going to take that staff that i have mm-hmm. and i'll do um identify i'll cast identify on it is that ritual it takes mm. time so that's what i would be doing i'll pull that on my pocket and kind of actually inspecting I, it um i guess uh all right i'll just remember um i remembered that uh ivy had some potions she was making for me I may go retrieve those. They may help in the coming battles that we may encounter. And so I'm going to, I guess we could leave. It shouldn't take us long to go look at Ivy's stuff. So I guess we could leave them there doing their thing and then go run the Ivy's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just looking at the sharpening. I was just looking at the staff. Oh, wait. Yeah, I was just looking at the staff. Mm-hmm. If something else was going on, I have no... I don't need to do that. So if you're leaving, I'll follow. But if you're leaving, I am going to ask you... Um, uh, Jan, can you put the forge out? It's not a. It's not right to leave a forge going. The fire's going to burn the town down, unattended. Oh, with his staff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks at you. You're going to look at him like, what are you telling me what to do, man? <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I'll say, of course, do magic items recharge or do they? Yeah, I, th- I think I told you last time I don't have it on me. Let me, I'd have to find it. Um, it shows, it shows three of three, but I didn't know if like once yeah, you used all the charges, true. they was done or if it's they done like for the day. Okay. Every dawn it restarts. Every dawn it recharges. Um, so I want to, uh, pull the staff off my shoulder and um, just point it at the the forge and uh, it's going to I don't know, would you have to it's not like you're casting a spell so you wouldn't have to speak to say anything. Yeah. So I'm just going to point it at the forge and um, water's going to shoot out and smother it. Yeah. It's uh, like is it, it's create and destroy water and endless canteen or something like that. So you can uh, essentially make water out of nothing and destroy water. Control, create, yeah. water. It's got this one has water breathing. Oh, control uh, it. Water breathing and water walking as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's the other one. This is a modified version. It was just supposed to be where you can like control the flow of water and also create water and destroy water. Okay. Well, Does it say anything I'll, about? Yeah, it does. It just has it just has those other two tag items on there too. I didn't want to give you a too powerful a weapon. What's <laughs> what's the what's the ritual? Is it like a ritual? Is like a I I kind of want to stop him when he goes to do it. I didn't know if it's something I can interrupt. 
Get I his, think he just points it and it happens. So, uh. Um, it's like, okay. yeah. Okay. It's got three charges. It's, uh, I'll ignore the water breathing and water walking, but it says control water, uh, create destroy water. And it says, an ornate blue staff. The head is a large sapphire with blue and gold setting in shape of a cresting wave. Mm -hmm. While attuned to the staff, you can cast Create or Destroy Water, uh, Control Water, without needing the required spell components. Additionally, up to three times per day, you can use the staff as if it were an endless decanter of water. Yeah. What I was going to say is, wouldn't there be like a big bucket of water right there? I mean, that's what they use temper with. You know, just talked about <laughs> being able to temper. And you can temper so, like, with oil, too. It depends. Okay, was it mm -hmm. water or oil? Because I'm about to pick it up and dump it on the forge to put it out. It's oil. <laughs> I would know if it's oil. I'm asking, like, what is yeah, it? It's oil. There's it's no oil. water. Yeah. Okay. No. He wants it. Well, there is a cup charge. of water on the uh, on his desk. Yeah. Yeah, oil. Uh, so you're gonna? I guess you're gonna put it out with the staff. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's roll. Roll a roll a d20. Ten. See who uh, who haps, who acts first. Well, no, I, I mean, if, if I recognize that as oil, I'm not gonna try and put it out. I just oh, figured okay, that yeah, that was water, and I, I see a magical item about to get used on a forge. <laughs> when there's water right there, I was just saying like I'm not gonna. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It uh yeah it puts it out and. Uh, and then I guess you want to head over to Ivy's. Yes. All right. That's the, the team stays at the Smithies. Jan makes his way south of town as he approaches Ivy's herbs. He can he notices um a little. Okay, you can you notice you hear a little bit of sound coming from the Sanctus Locus, and you see a mass horde of people standing at a distance you can't really see much about it but you can see the villagers as you're approaching ivy's right. herbs and up on the front of the door you see a note uh i'm gonna look at the note all right let's see if i can do it you see the note and it says i finished uh no uh, i'm terrible at voices <laughs> i finished distilling the essence from some of the flowers you gathered me I'm going to head to the church to give two of the healing potions to Father Godfrey. Maybe he can give them to the ones in the most need. I don't know if it'll help, but I was able to distill three other potions. I hope they can help you in your missions. And um, you see an arrow pointing down. And there's a little box. I'm going to uh, pick up the box and I'm going to open the box. Inside of three potions, a green one and two red ones, it says, uh, one of them says, Ivy's Strength Potion, and then some. And then you see two uh, other that are red that say, Hell Potions, Home Recipe. So there's one red, two green? No, one green, two red. Okay, sorry. And So the Hell, the hell Potion is a D6 plus four. And then the, stre uh, the strength potion is a uh, is plus two to strength and resistance to bludgeoning. Does the label like have a really and big P on out. it, and it's like help oceans, or is it hell potion? 
I just, the way you're saying it, it's like health potion. Oh, but I was health, like, is it help? Health potion. Oh, health potion. Oh, <laughs> yeah, health, sorry. Help. Yeah, I was like, like what help are you saying? Potion. But yeah, oh, health, health potion. potion. Okay. Sorry, I'm typing all this up so I don't forget it, and then I want to add it to my um, inventory. So yeah, I want to tuck that in my bag. Okay. And, um... Huh. Can I investigate the... Yeah, I'd like to maybe investigate our house. Okay. Yeah, the door's unlocked. As you enter, you see a plain house. She's a very modest living woman, being the only one uh, survived and her husband passing many years ago. She has um, the, um, like a workshop set up in her living room. You can see the distillery in a, uh, a basket with a couple of flowers in it still, and a little recipe booklet. It's like a big cookbook sitting on her table. Well, I suppose, uh, I'm just gonna leave and, and go back to the blacksmith. Okay. Uh, as you head back and everyone gets done with what they were doing, an hour passes or so, and, um, the coolness of the, uh, Water being all over the forge. The forge finally uh, cooled down completely, and the lack of warmth, I think, would wake up Blaze. Like I said, I was like, you know, you're sleeping next to it. But anyways, uh, yeah, everybody's uh, had a nice short rest. I'm ready to go. So I think uh, Crane just really isn't that interested in being inside the blacksmith. There's really nothing there that he can really use. Um, so he's just kind of like walking around with his hands on his hips, poking things, looking at things. It's kind of like whenever you bring a young kid to Lowe's, he just has to like entertain himself just to like cope the time away. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask Yzma. So Yzma, you never finished what you were telling me earlier. Uh, you're familiar with the elders, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, can you remind me, uh, who were they? Just out of my curiosity, well, of course. Well, one of them was the Inquisitor, and the other one was Ivy. Yes, she's, she's been here the longest. And the other person, hmm, he actually hasn't been here this long, but... He was very high of status, so he knew a lot of stuff. It was the, oh, the, oh he, he, he was, oh, he, we just saw him. He was dead on the floor. Oh, Godfrey, Father Godfrey, yes, yes. He, he was the other. Wait a minute. I just realized, why is he dead? Don't ask me, I ain't got a clue. Well, that's a shame. Maybe I could have asked him what was going on. That would have been very helpful. 
I would really like to have talked to him. I pray he knew a lot of things that could have helped us in this situation, but oh well. Uh, alas, let's, uh, <laughs> are you all ready? And he puts the sword back in his, uh, in its, um, holster, and he stands up, and he dusts off his hands, and says, Let's save this town. <clears throat> uh, so, uh, I'm gonna tell everyone, uh, hey, on my way back, on my way to, uh, to Ivy's, I noticed all of the villagers were by the Sanctus Locus. Um, I thought there might be an entrance um, to the catacombs from there. But with all the villagers around, we may not be able to get in without disturbing them. What were they doing, Yan? They were just meandering around. Uh, you know, I guess I could have looked to see to observe them. But anyway, it's too late. Uh, were they performing yoga? Hmm. <laughs> they weren't really doing anything. They were just kind of standing around. It was quite odd. That does sound odd indeed. I wonder if any of them need help. Fiverr, perhaps we should check and see. Those must customers. be... Those must be the strange, the uh, the strange behavior that you've been talking about, Isma. Let's uh, let's go. Let's go have a look. Indeed. And he starts to walk out. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> who who are you calling a kitty? Okay. Real quick, you can put this back a couple minutes where it should go. Uh, Blaze, when you were sleeping, <laughs> you were asleep. I forgot to do this. I wrote it down. Yeah, anyways. So, as you fell asleep, to the sound of Yzma sharpening his sword, you know, nice You slowly went to sleep into a nice, peaceful sleep until the dream started again. You're standing in a room surrounded by four cages. One though, that you're standing in front of open and another tabaxi standing there who does not look very familiar but does look pretty angry, turns around and says to you, what do you want? Well, I didn't come here of my own free will. Uh, what are you doing here? I'm here for the same reason you are. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm here for the same reason you are. Which, uh, is it to find Claire or to help Yawn? Yes. And he starts to walk past you. Now, what are we supposed to do in here? Mm. He starts wow. to go to one of the other gate uh, cages and starts to fiddle with the lock. You need help with that? 
It's locked, I can't figure. It just won't work. Well, I opened that cage over there, so I think I could do it again. And as you say that, you hear a clink behind you. Look at that. Oh, and I it's told a you. key. <laughs> uh, I reached out and pick it up, and I hand it to him. As he grabs it, he tries to put it in the key hole, and as he does, it just disappears in his hands. He's like, oh, what? what is this? Are you helping me or not? What are we supposed to be doing in here? Oh, oh my gosh, here, give it to me. And I go and insert it and turn it. And it clicks, and the gate opens. And you see another tabaxi, one that you, you just can't pin it. But there's something familiar about this one. And she and uh, he's just curled up in a ball and he's rocking to himself. He's like, oh, please, what are we doing? What do I do in here? What's going on? And he gets up and he says, oh, are you all here to help me? Are we? Sorry, it, it blipped out. Are we? Are we? Well, I don't yeah, know I'm what you're doing here. Um, I'm just, I'm here the same reason you are. Oh, sorry. Uh, all right. Yeah, we're here to help you. He stands up and he starts to walk out and says, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. For and he starts shaking you, but then you all of a sudden he, he's silent and you just hear a, find me, find yourself. And then, oh, you wake up next to uh, Put Out Forge. Level up? Many levels up, yes. But you know. Level up. Yeah. Could you say that? Could you say, and you level up? And you level up. Um. Um. I'm going to turn to Yawn, and I'm going to say, uh, we need to figure out this problem fast. Um, you're the key to defeating this monster. Um, you know where we need to go. Did you ask, were you asking if I knew where to go? Yes. <clears throat> do you, do you want to seek counsel of some sort? Maybe, I don't know. Pray about it. <laughs> I thought Blaze was taking control. He's like, you know where to go. You're the key. Let's move. Because I was gonna respond to that, but uh... um, no, no, that's perfect. I don't want to. I don't influence. No, no. You do whatever you feel like you were gonna do. It's all good. I'm just like, no. There are options. Yeah. Find out what you want. Um. I, I like that, being a holy man. Uh, <clears throat> I will um, seek Lathander for guidance. Um, and I'm going to... Uh, I guess almost like... Um, Almost like, oh, Muslim, I'm going to kneel down towards the east and uh, 
and say a prayer of uh, for direction. And towards the east because, you know, God the new beginning. Dawn. Yeah. Dawn. Yeah, that's I like that. I like that. It's clever. All right. Then uh roll a D twenty for religion. Oh gosh. That was a five. A five. Uh, as you as you were praying, you feel the this sense of presence falling on you and a light glow starts to emanate out of you for a split second as it flickers flickers and then putters out and nothing but silence. Does Pal see this happening? That he's praying? If you're paying attention, were you were you like there's no reason you'd been distracted, I would assume. So if you were there, yeah. Doing nothing. Yeah. Uh he sees what? I guess I don't know. I hear, you I hear them like, talking about pr uh, yeah. prayer and talking about what he's going to do. So I'm watching that happen. Uh, and walk up behind him since he's bowing, you know, and just kind of like I did earlier. Uh, I calmed somebody or try, attempted to calm somebody, and I just put my hand on a, on his back uh, to help. To add, you know, in my, with the intent of helping, but for role play presence is just to kind of calm him and uh, let him know somebody's got his back. I don't roll, really understand uh, what he's doing yet. Yeah, roll for advantage then. Roll again and see what the see. Take the highest one. Jan, are you going to uh, see the shining man? <laughs> Perhaps I'll see him too. And I'll touch your shoulder. All right. I'll touch you... your shoulder harder. <laughs> uh, you both feel a, a sense of peace coming over you, and you don't hear anything, but you both feel fully rejuvenated. So the two of you, like, like you both had a full rest. So there was anything. Oh, that's you both awesome. Full rest. That's awesome. So that's it. We just feel that way. We were like, you know, that's no all... answers, but okay. You feel like yeah, because I was going to look, I was going to look um, over at <clears throat> look over at Fiverr and say something. I don't know what he's doing. Fiverr, did you see that? We did not see the glowing man this time, but I feel great. As, I can't hear you, man. Oh yeah, you. Yeah. So we're we're still in the smithy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I've been uh, I, I've still been looking at that staff, I guess, trying to figure out what it is. Yeah, this. So this, so, you had looked at it for an oh. hour, and then he came back, yeah. and this is where all this yeah. happened. He didn't see any of the glowing or anything. Yeah. He just looks at you two holding hands almost, like you're just like no, touching. Oh, yeah, whatever. No, 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 no. I got my shoulder. No, no, I got my hand on his back. I'm not holding hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 what did I find out about? What did I find out about the staff? Because that's what I respond with. <laughs> As you looked at the staff, and like I said, it had it had like one of the same uh, runes like the other one, and you noticed that the the top of it had instead of like a wave into the jewel it had a teardrop looking 
figure that was split in half with a crack, like it was like cracked in half, kinda. And you discovered that it is a, uh, a, a destroy water staff, essentially. It can suck moisture out of, a, of, of places in like, and water and stuff. It just like evaporates it almost. Not really evaporates, like separates the particles, but without the explosion. Two gases right. just come out of it and separate it. So uh, when, Pal, when Pal asked me that question, I jump up, aha! And I point the staff at the uh, forge and I suck up all the water. <laughs> and just, yeah, and steam rises <laughs> yeah. up and then dissipates and it's gone. And then I look around at everybody like with, for approval, like all happy. You see that? <laughs> Like, nobody's paying attention Isma, to me, uh, I guess. Like, what? Isma did. Now, Isma's going to be like, mm. wait, so you told him to put the water on so that you could then take it off? Huh. Okay. That sounds... Yeah, okay. Yes. Mm hmm. hmm. Ah. Tough, <laughs> tough crowd. <laughs> oh, man. I like the Inquisitor's old staff better. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> He's totally thinking, man, that'd be so cool if Jan shot water at me and I sucked it up <laughs> with my staff. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right, but it, it has three charges as well, and you did just use one, so keep that in mind. <laughs> Worth it. Jan, <laughs> uh, did you just see that water get sucked up by his staff? <laughs> no, I'm not. This is, I'm going to edit this out, but it would just be funny to encourage y'all, like, do that again. <laughs> like, zoom, zoom. And then, like, nothing. It's out. <laughs> So that's such a dungeon, a D and D move, like to get a, yeah. uh, a magical atom with charges and just like use them up. Boom, they're done. We'll wait till tomorrow. <laughs> this is so cool. This is so cool. <laughs> it's done. Uh, oh well. <laughs> so that ritual you did would have told you like everything you need to know about the staff, right? Yeah, the identify spell. Yeah, it tells you. Yeah, so you knew it had three charges. Yeah, you yeah, tested you know. it out. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I don't know. Be quiet, okay. <laughs> All right, are y'all ready to go? And he starts to head out. Who's this He's way? South, right? Holy men said it was, they were at the Sanctus Locus, so onward. I'll follow Yzma. Are you ready, on? I'll look to Fiverr. Pal, I guess let's go be heroes. That sounds good to me. Fuck! I'm muted. God dang it. Oh, you were talking. <laughs> oh, what'd you say? <laughs> uh, sorry. <clears throat> I was answering Blaze. I was going to say, uh, getting up from my prayers, I was going to say, um, I didn't get any specific direction from Lathander, but I take his rejuvenation as confirmation 
that we are indeed headed in the right direction. And right. start following Yzma to uh, the Sanctus Locus. So as y'all head south and approach the Sanctus Locus, you see the group of townsfolk circling around the stones and the tree that's in the middle. And they're all pointed towards the tree and are mumbling to themselves. Some are on their knees, some are on their hands and knees, some are standing up and just bowing repeatedly and such. And you can just hear like a chanting kind of going on. But other than that, they do not notice you're there. Pal uh, looks at Fiverr and says, Fiverr, are these people? And then you hear your own voice said back to you. See, that's weird. That's weird, pal. Yeah, pal. Those they're being real weird. Uh, Currently, just standing like that. I'm gonna walk over to one of the, I guess, guys standing there. He's got like a blank stare. And I'm gonna sort of wave my hand in his face. Excuse me, sir. What, is, what the hell are you all guys uh, doing here? Hello, is there anybody there? And I'm sort of like tapping on the side of his face. He's going to try to backhand you. <laughs> he rolled an 18 to hit. Okay, that hits. Are you five okay. feet away from me? Or did you separate from us? I guess you were kind of on your own. And uh, just one de one, uh, one damage. And uh, he looks at you with like hatred in his eyes. And then he goes back to looking dead eyed in the face and amongst and just goes back to what he's doing. But you can tell he looks sickly. They all look very rough and are having trouble standing up but also aren't clear of the, in mind. And they're all they're all surrounding the stone and the tree like are they kind of in a circle around it? There's all st there's there's a like a perimeter of stones around this like peninsula of land that's higher than the rest of the ground. So like imagine this long area that's popped up with like a like a cul-de-sac circle and then there's a bunch of stones stacked up and just kind of spaced out in a circle. Uh, an approach and then a circle and in the middle of the circle is a giant tree with a um yeah. can we investigate the tree without disturbing the local fauna i mean by fauna i mean the crazy people yeah yeah they're <laughs> not like they're not close none of them are close to each other they're they're, they're spaced out all around the place so y'all just want to walk between them you can yeah, I'm, I want to walk up towards the the center of the formation and investigate the area, especially the tree. You notice that Where if you don't mess with them, uh, they do not even acknowledge your existence. So as you're stepping around and weaving through the people, they're continually doing what they're doing with no side effect of you, your presence. And as you approach the tree, uh, roll for investigation. been rolling crap tonight six time to put that that dice in jail yeah i'm switching uh, i'm switching from the this big one to this one we'll try this one all right 
Right, well, that's next time. All right, you got a six. <laughs> Blaze, though. You can roll. <laughs> the dice have been rolled. So did I notice anything? I was going to see what Anthony got first. Okay. I got an eight. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right, y'all notice that this tree is old. And... <laughs> Um, it's probably been here for as long as the city's been here. Um, uh, you don't notice anything wrong with the tree. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just aren't very intuitive when it comes to, you know, observing things. You have no, you, you know, you, you get there and you're like, I don't get, I don't get it. What's, what's up with the tree? They're just standing there. Like where they worship in the tree, like you don't like you don't get what's going on. You're not making a connection. Mm. I'm just gonna kind of um, wander around, kind of poking around. I guess uh, maybe let some of these other guys see if they can figure anything out. Fiber will look for two people: Axe's son and the blacksmith. And no, no particular order. He's just scoping out for those two people. You see them. You see them. They're not next to each other, but they're, mm -hmm. they're amongst the crowd. Is Fiverr with Pal? Like, are you riding or are you walking? Um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Wait, How far well, was I'm the at, walk to the locust? Not far, but I, I just I assume that uh, I'm, I'm with you walking. At least with you. I didn't know if you were uh, riding or not. No, I'd probably be walking. Are you sharing with me what you're doing that you're looking for these people? Um, I don't know that that I was wandering through the crowd specifically, you know, looking around. I was more kind of glancing around looking for those two people. Yeah, you like see Dirk standing next to his wife. You, you see Dirk standing next to the woman you recognized from a month ago, uh, Axe's wife. And uh, you can see on the other side, uh, the blacksmith with um, with a big uh, hatchet in his hand. I'll, I, I guess I'll approach the blacksmith and I'll, I'll tell Pal. Hey, Pal, come with, come with me. Lead the way. The blacksmith, I'll approach the blacksmith. You're right in front of him. Now what do you do? Okay. He's uh, just continue. He's mumbling under his breath, and he looks pretty, pretty ill. And he's kind of wavering on his feet a little bit, and you can just see he's like mumbling. I'll try to speak to him. Excuse me, sir. Um, Mr. Blacksmith, sir, <clears throat> I, um, I saw, I went into your shop and I saw that you, you forgot this and I'll hold up his hammer. So him among, amongst about three or four others that are around kind of start and they just, they, you know, they hear the, and they just stop and their eyes open up and they look at you. I think that's it. They just they call like three people at the same time. Just turn, look straight at you as you're talking, you know. 
but they haven't reacted. They're just, they're they're on you. They're trained on you right now. <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Uh, do I recognize any of the other people? Uh, yeah, the, they're just town people that you've uh, you've seen around town. You saw them in the tavern earlier. And remind me the title of the book again, please. Myths and legends. <clears throat> I'm gonna, uh, if if I may, I'm going to uh, make my way over to Pal. Uh, and ask him, uh, Pal. Does the book say anything about this area we're in? I'm gonna have to ask the DM if it said anything about the Sanctus Locus. Uh, no, I would, I mean, like I said, it's just myths and legends, old creatures. They're just like different, uh, it's an anthology of old creatures uh, that are, no, are thought to be extinct and from long ago. Like, I you read know, the like entire. Good. I read the entire book, Jan, and there is nothing in it that describes this location. This location, pal, seems significant, but I just can't seem to pick up on anything. We He asked earlier about the mind controlling and stuff. Like, that wasn't part of the Abolith's, like, MO, was it? Yeah. Oh, it was? Well, okay. not, not really. Uh, it was mostly the just a sickness so it like fell over the village. What what I'm asking is like would the information I gleaned uh, be helpful for me to explain like what we're seeing these people act is in direct yeah. consequence of the Abolith? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's known that they they crave worshippers and followers, and their their goal is to become like a deity of them for themselves like a, just a self-proclaimed deity and everything so they you look around and can notice these people look like they're worshiping something yeah the book did not tell anything about this location but it but the way these people are acting was described very vividly in uh, accordance with the abolith's behavior You see a couple more of the people falling to their knees, and some of them that were already on their knees are just going on all fours, and they're just putting their head on the ground, and they're still like just chanting to themselves. So I'm gonna go where where the tree is, that where the I guess the centralized location, um, while holding my face from the previous slap and sort of investigate the centralized area. Okay. I'll give you two options. You can do investigate or nature or both, I guess, if you would like. I will do nature. All right. Ten. Okay, good. As soon as you're walking up to the tree and you're observing everything, you take a step and the soft grass turns into a thud. It still looks like grass, though. You 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 hear a thud like a like a hollow noise. Okay. I look down at my foot and sort of go down to one knee and try to part the grass to see if I can see anything up under. Cause I immediately know it's not it's not normal soft ground. You're digging through the grass and you get into some dirt and then you get like a splinter in your hand, you know, and you're like. What is this? And you pull back some more, and you see a wooden, wooden uh, slat, slot, like a slat, a slat, 
like one slat of wood as you're digging a little bit. You can just see there's wood under it. Like a plank? Yeah, a plank, yeah. Plank of wood, thank you. I'm going to open it. Well, I mean, as you, uh, as you observe it, you, you can see there's another plank beside it and everything. And it's just, as you just keep digging, you just want to, like, keep going? Yes. Okay, so yeah, all right. So you spend some time, you just dig it all out, and you you acknowledge that there's, like, a, like a five-by-five-foot square wooden planks that are together, and you can see hinges on one side and a hole on the other. Well, boys, I think I might have found something interesting over here, and I'm going to want to lift up the... Lift it up. Can I? Is it something that I can lift? Yeah, yeah. It's not super heavy. I mean, it'll make you work for it, but you're gonna. You lift that thing, and you just get this big waft of of air blowing your face, and just very damp, gross air just puffs up into your face. Does it stink? Yeah, a little bit. Well, Jan, I think I might have uh, found... Uh, th I believe you are correct about the Sanctus Locus. I think I might have found the other entrance. Uh, you may want to come over here and take a look at this, my friend. So I'm going <clears> to <throat> make my way over to Krangis and uh, say, um, my word, it seems you have found the another entrance to the catacombs. I wonder if they lead to the same place that the church stairs led to. Well, I hope not. Uh, d once we opened it, did it have any kind of reaction? D did any of the people around us change in any way? Uh, they got a little louder. But you want to roll for perception? Yeah. Go ahead. 11. You notice that the people around are getting a little more aggressive with their chanting, with their, they're all, are, they're all pretty much down now. And you can hear, you hear in the hole, hear a moaning and then, and then you hear like someone's hurt and you hear a, somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm looking into the hole. Am I seeing steps? Or is it just a f hole? You see steps, yeah. Long steps. Um, so I'm going to kind of bend down a little lower and cut my hands around my mouth and shout, Hello? Is there anybody there? Yes, yes. Come to me. Come. Come to me. Help. You hear that, Jan? Uh, I did. Uh, it sounded like the Inquisitor, and I'm going to um, holler at the, I guess, the crew and beckon them over. Yzma's going to say, did you all see the Inqu Inquisitors down there? You mean the mayor, right? And he starts to lean into the, the hole. 
Yes, Yzma, I believe he is right down there. Lead the way, my friend. We'll be right behind you. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I don't have a torch. Does anybody have a light? I'll, uh, I have one, Yzma. I'm going to hand him one of my torches and light one myself, actually. He says, thank you, much appreciated. That helm looks good on you. And then he starts to head down the steps and says, Hello, boss, boss, I'm down here. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you're here, but it took you long enough. So much better. And he's going to go down. Y'all all coming down too? Yeah, I'm right behind Yon. Yon, you're following him, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm... kind of, I, I hollered at everyone before I started walking down with Isma. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out my flute, just to pull it okay. out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just to pull it out. All right. Pal's gonna right. look at Fiverr and be uh, like, "This seems eerily similar." Look, uh, Mr. Blacksmith, I see that you're real busy here. Uh, just one quick thing before I go, and I kind of pull out some of the stuff that I took from the shop. Um, uh, I, I found these. Uh, you weren't using them in your shop. I was wondering if you didn't mind if I, um, you know, borrowed them for a little while. For a second, you know. he he looks at it and he sees it, and then for a second, he his eyes kind of clear up a little bit. And he goes, "My work, Fiverr, you owe me money." Uh, and then he clouds back over and he, he starts mumbling to himself again. Well, pal, you heard him. I can have it. <laughs> like, uh, let's go. Uh, so this staircase is long. Like you are going down and down. And as you go, the, the steps get more slippery and you can see just mold and grossness algae growing on the walls and on the steps and they're musty real muggy uh warmer than it was outside because it's fall and winter's coming and it was a chill in the air but as you go down it just feels kind of muggy and warm and as you get to the bottom uh Yzma has his torch over the, uh what appears to be the inquisitor uh laying on his back he looks banged up, scratched here and there, and he can see his leg looks all decrepit and falling off. And he goes, I'm glad you're here, but I just hope you're not too late. So he's not bound. He's 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 injured, injured. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to kneel down beside him because I was kind of right behind Isma. kneel down beside him and see his injuries and uh cast let's see um just cast uh cure wounds on him it's a uh, 1d8 plus my spell casting modifier which is 6 1d8 plus 6 his leg looks slightly less decrepit and the rest of his body heals up real nicely but his leg still looks really bad and he goes it was zombies and then you hear a 
as the door up the top of the staircase closes behind you. And that's where we're going to end tonight.